The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. As you've been hearing this morning, 235,000 people are without power after Storm Isha hit the country uh, last evening. Cleanup operations are underway, but a status yellow wind warning is in place for six counties. Travel conditions remain difficult this morning, and joining us now to tell us what disruptions may be expected, Conor Falkland, CEO of the RIAC uh, Transport Commentator. Conor, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Hello. Uh, uh, now, were you out and about yesterday at the peak of the storm? Well, no, I avoided it. I avoided it. And even in Dublin yesterday afternoon, the storm was severe enough and there were kind of damaging gusts and you could see there were branches coming down, etc. It was a countrywide event, mostly the northern half of the island and at its most severe in the northwest. So this morning, I guess it's the usual cleanup that we've come to expect, Pat. A lot of houses without power, 230 odd thousand. And on the roads, I've seen reports of over 100 trees down on various roads countrywide. So on a lot of the um, uh, on a lot of the bus services in the country, for example, there's restrictions, and and some of the services couldn't run this morning. Um, Irish Rail is fully up and running, but there have been delays and uh, speed restrictions on some of the routes, and there was a delay for a period between Dublin and Cork, but all seems to be more or less back to normal. So, you know, here here we are again cleaning up, and I guess the morning after an event like that, Pat, it's the usual warning that we give. It it looks as if conditions have hugely improved, and of course they have. Have and the status red is gone, but still lots of debris out there, lots of dangerous, even bits of branches are just blown debris that you'll come across on secondary roads right through the day today. So even though it looks as if the worst of it is over, uh, as we all get back out and about on a, on a normal Monday, uh, there is danger out there on the roads, so care definitely needed. Mm. Now, the counties most affected, I presume, were those counties which had red warnings yesterday. Yeah, Mayo, Donegal, Sligo, uh, the, the northwestern swathe of the country, Northern Ireland as well. But but it did happen more or less anywhere. I mean, there there was extensive um, trees reported down anyway in counties like Clare and Galway. Um, so really, I, I would suggest kind of the northern half of the island got it worst and, and, and the northwest got it worst of all, as we'd expect, I guess, from the direction of the storm. Um, I, I think by and large, people have been prudent. I think we're we're getting used to storm warnings now and, and a lot of non-essential travel was cancelled. Um, but I do know that in the west of Ireland, particularly yesterday, it was a very, very wild day. Um, and you could see it was plainly obvious that, you know, you, you don't stick your nose out of the house and you, unless you really have to. It, it was dangerous. Uh, the danger may be passing now in terms of sort of the live high winds. But as I say, it's the debris and the, and the bits of chaos left behind, particularly on secondary roads, which will take local authorities, I would suggest, most of the day to be fully clear. So if you're out and about, even though you think it's all over, um, still danger there on the secondary mm. road network for sure. And now there are still wind warnings about the place. And the problem is that uh, some trees that survived Storm Isha will have been weakened. You know the way if you have a piece of uh, soft metal like aluminium and you bend it back and forth, eventually it will snap. And the problem with many trees is that they will have been swaying back and forth. The root systems will have been loosened. And maybe they survived Isha, but they may not survive the next big blow, which is not too far away. 
Yeah, and it's been a succession, of course, hasn't it? Because really, since November, those trees have been enduring storm after storm in a, a wet and windy autumn. So, um, as you say, a lot of them are probably um, in a vulnerable condition. And they look reasonably robust. You look as if, well, that tree made it through a storm. Um, but if it is weakened, it could still tip and topple. So uh, I, I guess wh- when storms are battering us with this regularity, uh, that, again, is something we, 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 we have to get used to. Um, so, yeah, d- d- danger out there on the roads this morning. But we should also say that there are clean-up and emergency crews and technicians at work uh, countrywide this morning as well. So, uh, you know, even in the normal course of events, a, a downed power line is being repaired. Um, but you could come across that repair crew and, you know, be delayed on your journey and held up uh, or, or certainly have something else there that you have to look yeah. out for. And the message to the motorist is give them time and space because the work they're doing is is so vital and they're the people who are out there when all the rest of us are, you know, snuggled up against the the storms. Those are the people who who go out in emergency situations and try to put things right where an emergency exists. So, Connor, the the driving conditions, I mean, yesterday in the middle of the whole thing, around, I think, five o'clock, we had a delivery from Amazon. (laughs) <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, those are reasonably high-sided vans and that must make driving those kind of vehicles particularly difficult. Well, it is, uh, for sure. And look, normal life goes on, even in disrupted events. Um, uh, but I would suggest during a red warning, you would be very reluctant to take out a high-sided vehicle unless uh, it, it really is an important uh, um, de- delivery. But I mean, even during COVID, when we were all locking down, every effort was made to sort of keep the economy, keep activity going on. And I suppose there'll be voices that would say, look, we can't simply 100% stop every time we have a weather event. Real life does have to go on. Um, but if you're driving one of those vehicles, and particularly a high-sided vehicle on exposed roads and motorways, uh, I mean, experienced drivers will know that can be scary. I mean, the car can can pull out of your hands as it as it catches the wind, and you can be pulled across a lane very, very quickly. So, um, you know, it looks normal, feels safe, it's all quite comfortable. You're listening to the radio, and everything is fine. Uh, but a gust of wind, or the, or that tree coming down, or a, a branch around the next bend, it it you know there there is danger a heartbeat away on a morning like this. I guess there is every morning, yeah. uh, but more to look out for in a morning like this. Obviously, a number of people will have found that their bus services were cancelled. Uh, just looking at uh, some of the detail from Bus Air and the expressway services at Donegal to Dublin are leaving, and I didn't know this existed, at 1am, uh, that was cancelled. <laughs> the half past 12 Dublin Donegal uh, service cancelled, obviously because the, the red warning still in place in Donegal at the time. Uh, Donegal Dublin at 7 o'clock this morning operating with delays of uh, 30 minutes. But I would advise people to go on the Bus Aaron website to get uh, details. You know, random things like Route 161 unable to operate between Carlingford and Newry due to fallen trees, Route 168 mm-hmm. unable to operate due to a number of falling trees and so on. So uh, given that those are quite specific, it would be a good idea for people to uh, go on the Bus Aaron website and uh, check it all out. Uh, by the way, Dublin Airport, I was getting reports yesterday afternoon of, you know, a flight from uh, Dublin, uh, from Manchester to Dublin, mm-hmm. uh, with two and a half hours in the air and eventually headed back to Scotland, not to Manchester. Okay. Um, so uh, a lot of disruption yesterday. Um, you know, an Emirates flight coming in had to go round again before making a successful landing. So do you have any idea what the situation is in Dublin Airport at the moment? I mean, surely because aircraft have to be positioned uh, to to take off on their designated flights, if they find themselves in 
Scotland instead of Dublin, uh, it will be disruptive to schedules. I would imagine it's bound to ripple through. There was extensive disruption yesterday. Um, I credit, incidentally, the websites of all of the affected operators. I was looking myself this morning. Dublin Airport, Erin Road Air and Bus Air, and as you were saying, Pat, uh, providing very good and specific information. So if you're affected or think you're affected, you should get the information quickly. Dublin Airport was highly disrupted yesterday. I know just from WhatsApp from a number of people I know, the Leinster match happened in Leicester yesterday, and uh, some of the fans coming back were affected. There were, uh, I think, 10 or 15 fans coming into Dublin that were, were affected in one way or another um, and it, there were stories of people stuck on the tarmac in Manchester for hours and then eventually being diverted and uh, there was a flight from London to Edinburgh that wound up landing at Shannon so as you say the aircraft have to be repositioned for normal services although Dublin Airport's reporting essentially normal services this morning and of course so did, so did the poor old people there were a lot of people who were um, uh, okay you know life was never at risk but if you were planning a, a quick flight home from England yesterday and you find yourself in a completely different city as you wake up this morning, uh, it, it, it was a disruptive storm for sure and, and, and not just in the obvious ways. Mm. Uh, a question here from one of our listeners. Is your car insurance affected during a red weather warning? In other words, if you drive against the advice of Met Aaron, uh, does it uh, impact on your car insurance? Well, no, in the sense that you remain road legal. Uh, so you're not driving without insurance, so where you go. The specifics of your insurance policy will be detailed. Normally, uh, a storm damage of that sort would be covered. Uh, but again, it does kind of depend. I mean, often that effect, it can often be on private property, for example, and might depend on your specific insurance contract. Um, but are you breaking the law? Are you driving without insurance? No, you're not. Your car is insured to drive. I suppose someone is thinking, if I'm driving along and I have comprehensive insurance, it's it's a red warning and I whack into a tree demolishing my car, will they say, hang on a second, a bit like foreign affairs. You know, if foreign mm. affairs say don't go to Somalia, you don't go. And if you do go, your travel insurance won't won't uh, cover you in that event. That's probably the kind of question that our listener has. If you yeah. disobey a red warning and you demolish your own car, for instance, whacking into a tree, will they pay for it? Well, there is a concept called contributory negligence, which again depends on insurance policy. But normally speaking, if it's a, if what you might term a, a, a normal traffic event or a normal uh, traffic type accident, and you come across a fallen tree and you, uh, you, you have a crash, in normal circumstances, that would be covered. All right, Connor Falkman, RIAC CEO, uh, transport commentator. Connor, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m on News Talk.